With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There is Lydia Picari, Prophetess Lydia Picari. And I'm just going to get in and start rolling into what we were talking about. I'm going to open in prayer. And then I want to give you our theme scripture. Father, we thank you tonight, God, that you are God and God alone. And there is none like you. God, we came on this line tonight with expectation of hearing your voice, God, asking you for deliverance in some areas, God, that you will help us see the places that we need help in, God, that you will help us, God. We're thanking you in advance for what you're going to do, God. We ask that you prepare our hearts that we can receive each and every word that you have to say for us, Lord, and let it go down deep, let it penetrate and not be stolen by the enemy. We are thanking you in advance in Jesus' mighty name. I want to give you our theme scripture that we come from, from more than a conqueror. It's uh, Romans 8 and starting at 35. It says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? I want to say who and what shall separate us from the love of Christ. Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine, or nakedness, or pearl, or sword. As it is written, by thy sake we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. 37, this is our theme scripture. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us, which means that he has already won the battle for anything that we will go through. Any situation and circumstance, we have the victory. We are going to go through it. We are not going to stand it because he's already taken and given us victory in it. Thank you, Lord, for that. Last week we were talking about the different types of anger. We gave an anger test, and then we were assessing the anger test. Tonight, I want to talk about the first uh, set of anger, but I want to kind of give you a refresher so you, if you wasn't on the line, that you will understand what we were talking about last week uh, with the anger, the assessment of the anger, um, the different types of anger. We had 11 types. Let We had 33 questions, which gave us Three types of anger, three types, three patterns of anger, but there are like 12 styles in those angers. The first group we talked about was the question one through nine, the anger is mass anger. That is the one that we're going to be talking about tonight. We're going to be talking about mass anger. Uh, anger is, that is mass is when people don't realize that they are angry and when they, and they don't severely under, underestimate their anger. They underestimate what their anger can do because it is it's actually masked. And when it's masked, it's like you don't really tell someone that you anger. You act out in different ways. And the first sign of the masked anger is anger avoidance. Anger avoidance is a mask worn so tightly 
that it's hard to get off. What does that mean? That means that you just mash your face out. You don't address the anger. You just, you know, you pretend like nothing is wrong. Sometimes you don't even know nothing wrong. Anger avoiders try never to see their anger at all, never to let others see it either. Then there's the sneaky anger that falls up under the mass anger. Sneaky anger also fits there. Uh, those with sneaky anger hide their feelings behind mass of confusion, procrastination, and laziness. Somebody that has sneaky anger hides behind confusion. You, you might look at them, they seem confused at times, they procrastinate, and they have a spirit of laziness. So you, if you see that, because they, they won't blatantly let you know they're angry, this is how you will see it. You will see it as confusion, you'll see it as procrastination, and you'll see it as laziness. It's like, I'm angry, but you won't know it unless you see these things. Then there's the anger turned inward, which is the third mass style. Here's the problem with that anger. Uh, people that have that inward anger, it can make them sick because they never express, they never, they cannot give themselves permission to express their anger outwardly. They cannot give themselves uh, the permission to say, I'm going to express it. And usually what that comes from, I had a, a sister on the line a couple of weeks ago and she said she didn't do anger. This is how she used to say she didn't do anger. And the reason why is because she grew up in a household where anger was shown, and it was shown with physical violence. And because of that, she thought if she ever got angry, that's what she was going to have to do. Excuse me. So she would never show the anger. So what she began to do is just stuff the anger and didn't see herself as being angry. But in that type of anger... What it did to her, it started to showing through her body. It gave her sickness in her body uh, that it started coming out through her body. So we understand that with anger, you have to express it. You have to learn how to express the anger because if you don't express it, that's what's going to happen. It's going to come out other ways. It'll come out making you sick. It'll come out doing different things for, to you. Anger is an important emotion, just like any other primary emotion, such as fear, sadness, disgust, happiness. Anger is an emotional messenger. The message that anger gives, it says, hey, something is going wrong. Something is blocking my path, and I have to do something about it. Actually, anger serves two main purposes. Let me tell you what those are. It tells you that there is something significantly wrong, and it also gives you the energy to attempt to change the things. But anger has its limits, though. It gives you a message. It gives you energy. But the anger cannot tell you exactly how to handle any situation. So what can happen if we don't filter the anger out the right way, uh, learn how to cope with the anger, how to deal with the anger, how to address the anger, we can come out and do the wrong thing. And that's why the word says, Anger, but sin not. It says anger, but sin not. And then in another place, it tells you don't let the sun go down on your anger. And the reason why, because it will, if it does, it will turn into bitterness. And then it goes into another type of anger. It turns into another pattern of anger. So you have to learn how 
to uh, direct the anger when you have it. So again, tonight we're going to be talking about the mass anger. That's the first one that we, but I want you to understand again that anger is an emotion if treated correctly because you can get to a place where you have an anger problem. And the reason why you have the anger problem because you haven't, you haven't learned how to filter out the anger. You haven't learned how to address the anger. You haven't learned how to cope with the anger. And, and again, anger is a tricky emotion. It's difficult to use well until you learn how to use it. It's a real help, but you, you can get trapped in the, if you don't get trapped in using just one particular anger style. And that's why last week we had the test so we could t- learn what type of styles that we were using. I don't know if you have your papers together so you can see which style you were so you could kind of understand. I have some people on the line that they touch each and every one of them, which was good because it didn't mean that you function in one style because we have the mass anger, we have explosive anger, and we have chronic anger. And underneath of those, there are different um, styles that go up under there. Let me just give you the styles under the, the patterns of anger so you can understand. Mass anger, what we're talking about tonight, uh, the the style is anger avoidance, sneaky anger, anger turned inward. The pattern of explosive anger is sudden anger, shame-based anger, deliberate anger, excitatory anger. Chronic pattern is the chronic pattern style is habitual hostility, paranoia, which is fear-based anger, moral anger, resentment, anger, resentment and hate. Then when you get into that chronic, that's when you start having the problems. You can have the problems in the explosive because explosive as well is a sudden anger that comes on you out of nowhere. You get angry. And usually when you have sudden anger, it's because something in your life has not been dealt with. And it's usually something from the past. It's not usually not anything that has happened in the present, but you might see something, you might see somebody that walks like something has happened to you, that did something to you, or violated you prior, and you see it, so you suddenly just get angry. You get angry about a whole lot of different things. So when you're in that explosive anger, you can do a whole lot of damage if you don't learn how to cope with that anger. So we're going back, we want to start with the first pattern style, which is the mass anger. Mass anger can be dangerous as well, and let me tell you why. Mass anger because they do they avoid the anger, they avoid it. They they won't address it. They won't allow you to know that they're angry. They just continue just to walk like nothing is wrong. But people that do that, they will either one day just just like a soda bottle that you shake up, it'll just one day just explode. They explode on you, and all the things that have been they've been holding down, it will turn to hate, it will turn to bitterness, and they will become very angry. And that is why when you have that style, when you mask your anger, it can be dangerous for you health-wise, it can be dangerous for you physically and mentally by doing that if, you, if you're masking yourself, if you mask your anger. So what we want to do is get into a place of having 
healthy anger. Because the Lord didn't say that we could not anger. He said anger and sin not. Am I getting understanding? Everyone is understanding what I'm talking about. Yes? No? Hello? Yes. Okay. We're quiet tonight. Okay. Let's talk about when you have healthy and normal uh, anger, what it should look like. When you have a healthy anger, you are, it's treated as a normal part of your life, which means that you don't see if it's okay for me to be angry. Because sometimes people don't think it's okay to be angry. Again, anger is an emotion. It's letting you know something is wrong, that something has to be addressed. So that's what anger is for. Anger is an accurate signal of real problems in a person's life. That's when you have healthy anger, you understand that. Healthy anger also, anger actions are screened carefully. When you you have healthy anger, you screen yourself carefully, your actions. You see, because that's what happens. The actions that come out of the anger could be the things that will get you in trouble. And it says you don't, you don't automatically get angry just because you can. You know, because some people can get mad. They get angry because they just want to be angry. You know, I'm, I'm going to be angry today. I don't, I don't feel like being bothered, so I'm going to be angry. Or, you know, you ask someone to do something, if they don't want to do it, they'll, just, they'll get angry about it. They'll start an argument, so, you, so they'll be angry. Now, this is, you know, and, and listen, because these are the things that can happen in relationships with people, not even just people, your relationship with God. You can be angry at God about something. You see, so now what you need to do is allow yourself to understand where is that anger coming from? How do I resolve this anger so I don't continue to keep this anger on me? So you learn how to express the anger in moderation so that you don't lose control. When you lose control, that's where the problem. You have a goal. You have to have goals to solve the problems, not just to express the anger, because we can express the anger, but we never get to the problem. We never solve the problem of why we had the anger from the beginning. We, we get angry, but we never talk about or go down to find out why. Why did that make me angry? Why is that making me so angry? And what we do, if we don't do that, then we're just stuffing the anger. We're just stuffing it down. You, you might explode for a minute, and then the explosion is there. You let off that sigh of anger, but you never really dealt with the anger. So because you haven't dealt with it, it will clearly come back again. Anger is a, you have, to, you, you have to let others know and understand clearly that something has angered you. You see, because sometimes people, you might get angry about something and the person doesn't even know that you're angry. But you angry, and then each time you see these people, I remember in my life, and I want to share this testimony, I remember in my life, that I was so angry with a person, and I did not address it, never talked about what made me angry. See, the anger was there, but I never talked about why I was angry with the person or what they did to me. 
And it got to a place that when I heard that person's voice, it just made me angry. <laughs> I just got angry even when I heard their voice. They, they didn't, but they didn't know that I was angry with them about what had made me angry, what had I felt uh, violated about. They didn't know it. They thought everything was okay with us, but it had gotten to the point that when I heard the person talk, I would just get angry. I would like, wish they shut up. You know, that's just how I was because I never, ever addressed what the problem was of why I became angry. And I never addressed it with them because they had did something to me, but they didn't see it as something bad, but I did. I see it as something bad. And I never said to them, you know, this thing here, what you did, it made me angry. It, you know, you, it, it, it upset me. I never came to them and told them that. So they're going on about their life, but every time I see them, I'm angry. Every time I heard them, I was angry. Uh, that same anger would come right back up. That place would come back up. Anger is supposed to be temporary. It is not supposed to be a, a issue that continues to stay in your life. It's supposed to be resolved. And see, in that instance, I did not resolve the anger. I just pushed it down and never said anything. But each time that person came around me, I became angry. I became bitter. And to the point that I start to have aggressive anger, that I would do aggressive things to them, do things to them, and they didn't understand why I was doing it because I was angry. And I didn't, I didn't try to solve the anger. I just kept moving and thinking, well, they, they, you know, they know they did this to me, but they didn't know what they did to me because I never spoke to them about what they did to me. We have to learn how to handle our anger well. First, you must recognize that anger is a normal part of life, and everybody's going, you're going to always sometimes have from time to time, you're going to have a feeling of anger because, again, it's something to let you know that something has made you uncomfortable, something has gotten in your way, and you need to address it. When you're comfortable with yourself, you won't hide your anger. See, I wasn't comfortable with myself, so I was hiding it. I was hiding. Uh, anger is your best friend, and nor is it's not our best friend because if we don't address the anger when the signal comes up, then things can happen in our lives that just like I was just saying, each time I seen the person, I became angry. Was that, that was that a healthy place for me? Each time that I seen the person, I became angry. And the person not know, not even knowing that I'm angry. So we want to. Get in our mind that healthy anger is an invitation. It's, 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 we need to screen our anger invitations. When we have healthy anger, we, be at, we have the ability to screen anger invitations. What does that mean, uh, our anger invitation? It means that it won't allow anything to bother us. It won't anything. We will pick what makes us angry. We won't take any invitation to be angry. Uh, something, for instance, a driver cuts us off. <laughs> a lot of us go through this uh, when we're driving. A driver cuts cuts you off. You get angry, but the but the driver is going on about his business, and you sitting there holding the anger. You can't you can't say nothing to them because they're gone. So you have to 
find it in yourself and say, you know what, this is just the way people drive. I'm just going to, you know, have to look out. I was driving today, and people were just cutting across us. You know, every five minutes I could just kept, you know, just made myself angry about them doing that. But what purpose would that serve me? It would have just made me sick because they, they, had a, they have already cut me off, and they're gone. They're not thinking about me. So we have to just pick what we decide to allow ourselves to be angry about. We have to be careful uh, to ignore. We have to, as a key, is to ignore the less important invitations, the things that like that, like somebody cutting me off. Now, when you have something that someone is addressing you and you feel some anger from the way they are addressing you, I believe that you should be able to address those people. You should be able to address them. Amen? Okay, so let me start out with the first type under that mass anger style, which is anger avoidance, which means they run, they get away fast, they say dangerous head ahead. You know, anger avoiders are scared of their anger. They don't like the feeling at all. Anger feels bad to them. It's dangerous. It's nasty. It's ugly. Anger is not a friend of theirs. In fact, they view anger as an enemy, something to avoid at all costs. So they're scared of the anger. They're scared of being addressed. A lot of people don't like to address situations. So instead of addressing it, they will stuff it. They're afraid that they'll lose control. They're afraid that they'll be rejected if they, they tell the person that something has made them angry. Or if they tell their mate, I'm angry because you did so-and-so, or they feel that they address it and it's not answered the way that they think it should be answered, then they'll lose control and become, uh, you know, violent. So they won't talk about it. They won't do it. Uh, they, they will avoid anger because of their past, things that happened in their past. You know, they used to probably get punished when they were young, so they figure, I can't, I can't show my anger to anyone because I've been through this in my life. I've learned how to not speak about the anger. They feel guilty about the anger. Is there any questions? Any statements? Okay. So you have to learn. Okay. You have to learn when you have if you're dealing with anger avoidance, you're going to have to learn to speak up for yourself. You know, there's times when you, you might have grown up in a household that you were told, you know, that you can't speak out, you can't talk, you know, uh, children should be heard and not uh, should be seen and not heard. Different types of things we're taught when we're young so we don't get to express ourselves. So that's a person like that would uh, have that anger avoidance. They will not, if they're angry, they're not going to allow you to know that they're angry. They will squirm uncomfortably, but they will never, ever tell you that they're angry. Now, let me just say this to parents that's on the phone. Because, you know, sometimes your children be angry about things. And we, we, we are parents. We just like, we're the parent. What I say goes, and that's it. And you never let the children express themselves. 
Sometimes you have to give your children, even your children, when you see your children are going to a place and they're angry about something, you have to give them a minute to, to express what they're angry about. You know, you need to sit down and talk to them, you know, and let them express that because they, if you don't, when they grow up, they'll, they'll grow up to be a, a person that avoids anger because they never was able to express it and they begin to up that anger and it becomes out in different ways. You'll find them doing different things uh, because they don't get to express the anger. Then let me just say this. Give me a, give you an example. If you got teenagers or pre-teenagers, you know, in this world, they're doing a whole lot of different things. Mom, can I go to the movies? Can I do this with my friends? And you look at the friends and you realize that you don't want your children with the friends that they want to be with because there's a way that you're trying to train them up. But they don't understand that. They don't understand that you're trying to do the best for them and keep them in part. So when you tell them that they can't do something, they become angry. They become angry, and you just say, okay, this is what I said, that's it, that's it. So sometimes you're going to have to sit and listen to them and give them an understanding why you told them that they couldn't do something. So that way that can combat that anger that's inside them. It can break up that anger so that anger doesn't hold because when the anger stays there, it becomes a place of rebellion. If it stays inside, they become rebellious. This is not just for children. This is for adults too. You become rebellious if you never resolve that anger. So we have to learn how to resolve the anger. We have to get to the core issue of what's making us angry. We have to kind of, when you get angry, like again, it's okay to anger. It is okay. It's a signal. I've been violated. Something is wrong. There's a problem here. Let me get to the bottom of it. So when you get to the bottom of it, it will resolve the anger. So someone that has that anger avoidance, they really need to learn uh, to talk about it. They need to allow themselves to talk about it. It is in a, it's very common in American society that anger avoidance is very, and it's a lot, very much so in marriages. It happens a lot in marriages. One of the mates uh, can get angry and you know, they'll say something and, you you know, you don't want to keep it going, so you just avoid the anger. You avoid it. But you are really angry, but you avoid it. You're not going to say anything. You're just quiet. And you think sometimes that's uh, quieting it down or keeping the thing down. Now, if you're in a place and everybody is uh, uh, going back and forth at each other, that's not going nowhere. That's not getting anywhere. But later on sometime, you need to talk about how you felt in that situation. Because if you don't, then you're becoming, a, you're avoiding the anger. And you never, ever allowed yourself to get to the core problem of the anger. So you become that person that you're, you're masking your anger. You're masking the anger, which is not a good place for you. It's not a good place to mask the master anger. Uh, with that, when you, ha when you have anger avoidance, it helps you to be more selective. 
people of of people that uh have their anger avoidance, they can select their anger invitation. And like, you know what, I'm not gonna deal with this, I'm gonna leave this alone, I'm just gonna stuff it down. They just stuff it down. They just avoid the anger. Confrontation. They that's what it is. They don't like confrontation because they don't know how they're going to react to the confrontation. So if you had anger avoidance as one of your styles, or uh, you might, this is the way that you cope with it. When this situation is happening, and it's happening to you, and you're feeling anger, you have to start to speak out what you're feeling. First to yourself. First more to yourself. Even before you speak it to the person, because you might not be able to say it to them that day, but eventually you need to come back. And then you have to ask yourself, why don't I want to speak out why I'm feeling like this? Because, again, with anger, a lot of times anger is not just coming from something that just happened that particular day. It might be a, a flashback or a uh, what we call it's like a trigger. It's a lack of trigger from something else that's in your in your past. So you have to ask yourself, why am I avoiding this anger? Why don't I want to address this? Is there a reason? And most likely, if you're in a relationship with God, if you would just pray and ask God, He will definitely show it to you. He will show you why you're not addressing the anger. He will show you the reason why, and he will help you to address it. And that's the thing with that. You have to learn to address the anger. If you, uh, if you do that, that's that we were just saying that, you're, that the anger may be a trigger of someone else's anger, something that's happened in your life before, you have to address that. You have to address it. You just cannot continue to keep it down inside of you and not allow it out. That's the same as for sneaky anger. They are they they work hand in hand. Anger avoidance and sneaky anger. What happens with the anger avoidance is that somewhere along the line it has to come out, and that's when it turns into the sneaky anger. You begin to do things. Uh, back at the person, uh, back at the person, but you won't come out and talk to them, but you'll show it in your action, you know. Um, for mates, if you're angry with your mate, uh, something that you might always do for them, you're not going to do it this time. You're not going to do it today because I'm angry. That's that's the sneaky anger. Or you, you come out and you do the, you, you do the anger in a different way. You won't allow it to come out the way that it needs to come out. So you can find yourself, if you are in that anger avoided and that sneaky anger, it will allow you sometimes to be a doormat for people. It'll allow you to be a doormat. And the anger, when you do that, you feel like people are stomping all over you. And that doesn't do anything which makes you more angry. It makes you more angry. I want to stop right here because I know I'm giving you a lot in this in this little short time. 
because I thought I was going to be able to get through all three of these, and I see that I'm not because this anger avoidance is really a strong place, and I think because people do do this so often, that it's a big place. So I want to give you a chance if you have something to say, if you have a question um, that you might want to ask that I can answer for you. I want to give you these last 15 minutes to kind of open up and give us some facts. If my pastor is on the line, I'd like her to come in if she has something that she might want to add to this, you know, because I'm not going to get any further tonight because I got too much to kind of cover with this uh, anger avoidance. Uh, so if you have something that you want to say or something that you want to ask, the lines are open for you to speak. Be quiet. Pastor, are you on the line? Amen. Amen. Okay. I'm on the line. Hallelujah. Do have, okay. Yes. Do you have something you want to yes. add to that? Mm-hmm. Yes, I want to add something to what you just said. Thank you, woman of God. That was very powerful. Hallelujah. This is very serious. And the reason why um, we're treating this is for us to be able to have a solution to this problem because most, is is like you said, it's common in America. Not America alone is just common within uh, men, uh, and, and uh, it is like a, a murderer. It is killing us. We mm-hmm. murdering. Mm-hmm. When you have that anger, avoid, or what did you say? Uh, anger avoidance. Yes. That anger uh, can kill you yourself. You are killing yourself. You are dying slowly. You know, you are dying slowly because you are angry and uh, even the person that you are angry with does not know, I mean, whether you are angry with uh, her or he, uh, but inside you, you are killing yourself. And this type of anger is when we see somebody uh, doing, causing a crime and uh, we don't know why uh, uh, the person did it. But the person mm-hmm. is angry, mm-hmm. and he feels like, let me go out and just let me let me kill some people. Let me let me let me do anything, and uh, nobody knows. But that anger, and uh, what when you were speaking, and I told about it, I said, this is a spirit. Mm-hmm. This is definitely because yes, it's a spirit to kill you. It's a mm-hmm. spirit to. Kill and that is why when this line, so when you are in a, a stage like this, you think I'm angry with somebody. Look, it's not a person. It's a spirit. It's mm-hmm. a spirit we need to come out of this. Because if the spirit of God is in you, your anger cannot pass uh, overnight. Yes. The sun will yeah. not rise anger. As the woman of God said, he said, anger is good for us. When you are angry, means that you are ready to correct some things. You are ready to uh, uh, to bring it out so things can be straightened up. So when anger repeats itself and continues, means that a spirit has gotten into you. And the word of God, that woman of God you gave us today, you said, what can separate us between we and God? 
See, if there is kind of anger like this in you, you are already separated. You are already in another spirit. You are already in the flesh. It makes all heaven to break loose, all hell to break loose over you. It makes things not going on well for you. See, uh, I want to use me as an example. When I was young, uh, all I knew was I came from a very poor family. And now because we have nothing in the house, I adopt an anger that why am I from this family that Sometimes we can't even get food to eat. I have to go to my friends to get food. And when I go to my friends, sometimes they, because they know I'm coming, I mean, they they, they have to hide their food or sometimes they have to drive me away uh, just because I'm coming. You know, when I get up in the morning and I realize that I don't have food or something, I'm just angry with everybody, everybody. I'm angry, I'm throwing things away, I'm angry, I'm just angry. Anybody that mm-hmm. I meet, I'm person. Mm-hmm. See, nobody has done nothing to me, but I'm just angry to myself. And uh, it's not good. It's not good for me. You know, it allows the enemy to come into me. But tonight what I'm seeing is that we want the solution, woman of God, if somebody is holding you with such an anger and uh, you are identified that the person is angry but you don't know what is going on, what do you do? How can you solve this problem or how can you bring this person uh, uh, more close to you, dissolve this anger or close to God? Because maybe the person is angry with you. You don't know, like you said, somebody made you angry and you don't even want to hear the person's voice. Mm-hmm. When you hear the voice, mm-hmm. like you know, you wanna you wanna just do anything to the person, you know. Mm-hmm. But how can we solve this problem uh, when we we come across things like this? Uh, the person is angry. I don't know. I'm, I, I mean, if I made the person angry, but the person is angry. Uh, how can we help? How can we help? Uh, because well, we need to help each other before it becomes what it is. I think we need to recognize. Yeah, I mean, because there's always some signs of people being angry, even people that mask their anger. If you watch mm-hmm. them enough, that's like I said, you will know that they're angry. Uh, mm-hmm. And now, if it's at you or something, and, and especially when it's directed at you, if mm-hmm. you watch them, you, you'll start to see just little signs of different things that they do that will make mm-hmm. them, you know, like where before you might have gotten along with them, but then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're not getting along with them, or even maybe you never got along with them, but, you know, but now it's really, really bad. So the thing is you you can ask the person, you know, like say, hey, is it, is it anything wrong, or did I do anything, you know, that might mm-hmm. have offended you? You know, so sometimes you might have to give them the door to open up because people that have that anger avoidance, Again, they don't like confrontation. And the reason why they don't like confrontation because they don't know how they will handle it. I'll give you an example. Coming up, like you said, Pastor, when I was out in the world, you know, you made me mad or you did something. I wasn't someone that would start a fight, but if you push me to a place, I would fight you. And I would fight you quick, you see. And, and when I fought, I fought to hurt you. 
So that, that's why when I came into the Lord, when people made me angry, I kind of pulled back because I didn't know how I was going to address them. I didn't know if I was going to do like I did in the world, and as soon as they open their mouth, I'm going to hit them in it. You know, so I just, I didn't know. So I started being, avoiding anger because of the confrontation. I, I avoided stuff because, like, I'm, mm, I don't know if I'm going, I don't know how I'm going to react to this. And that's what most people that have their anger avoidance is because they don't know how they will react to the anger. They don't know how they will react to that feeling of anger. They don't know how they will react. So instead, what they do is avoid it. So if you see a person, you should be able to see that something is going on with them. You should be able to see uh, that they're not, they're not uh, in a right place. When you allow them, you'll see that they're, they, they are avoiding you. See, that's, that, that's the key word, avoidance. They will avoid you. They will, they will stay out your path. You know, they'll go around and talk to everybody but you. And when they do that, that lets you know, that should let you know something is going on there. Something is going on. So the thing is that, you know, you can pray on it. That your first thing to do is always to pray and ask God how to alleviate the situation. You see, because you don't want to just kind of confront the person. You want to find out, ask God, what is it can I do? And the first thing I think really is to ask the person, have I done anything to offend you? You know, because it seems like I might have done something to offend you. And honestly, if they tell you no, there's really nothing that you can do. It's really nothing you can do. The person itself has to learn to come out of that place. Because most of them, let me just give you an example. It's just like, um, it's like they're in their house and there's a big hole in the roof. And they don't, they, 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 they don't address it. They just, they become too busy to do, doing anything. Not, it can rain, it can snow for a few days, but sooner or later, they know they have to go, they're going to have to fix that. So that's how people with anger avoidance, eventually, somewhere along the line, they're going to have to come to the place of, of addressing the situation. They might not address it right away, but eventually, because I had to address that situation because, it, again, it was making me weird that when I heard her voice, I didn't. I, I want. I just got angry hearing her voice, and I just my mind would tell me, "You just need to smack her. You know, smack her and tell her shut up." <laughs> you know, that's and like you said, that's a spirit that came in now. It's a yeah. spirit there. It's a spirit yeah. telling me to smack this girl mm. in her mouth and tell her to yeah. shut up. You know, this the spirit yeah. that took over. Another mm-hmm. spirit has come in, not the spirit of God, because, again, God said you yeah. can be angry because I never yeah. addressed it. Another spirit came in, and that spirit mm. would tell me to smack her. The spirit would <laughs> say, smack her in the mouth and just tell her to shut up. You don't want to hear her voice. So finally I asked God, you know, God dealt me with it. He said, you need to go and talk to her and let her know how you felt about what happened because she doesn't even know that you're feeling like this. And I did. I went to her. I went to her. I went to her house, and I sat down, and I told her, I said, I come to talk to you about something. I said, first, let us pray. You know, and I, we prayed, 
And then I told her and I addressed it. And she told me, she said, I'm so sorry. She said, I didn't, you know, I didn't mean no harm when I did it, you know, because I was mad because she was telling uh, the pastor that we was under something about me before I could even tell it. I said, I wanted to tell her, well, you wanted to tell her my stuff for, you know, so it made me angry. You know, it made me angry for her doing that. So it's like we have to really, that person, if you have, if you see yourself avoiding, avoiding, and this is not just somebody you, this this might not be the only style that you have, but you find yourself sometimes avoiding the anger. Don't avoid the anger. Allow the anger to come, but question yourself why the anger is there. Should you address something to make the, to resolve the anger? Should you, should you, that day, it might be so that you can't talk about it, but eventually you have to go and talk about it, just like I did, because if you don't, it'll get to the place where I had gotten. I had gotten to a place where a spirit was telling me to smack the lady in the mouth and tell her to shut up. You know, and that's just like <laughs> that's just like what you said, Pastor. These people, when they come out to shoot people, and do, they have avoided the anger. This have made them angry, and they never express anger. So now, mm-hmm. when they come out, they're gonna get a gun and they're gonna go shoot everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody. So this is something that you have to do if you see yourself. Avoiding anger a lot. Uh, take a look at that. When you start to avoid it, you might say, well, you know what? I just don't want to uh, make a big deal out of it. I'll let it go. But see, when you do that and you never address why you got angry, it's going to turn into something else. So what you want to do uh, for the question you ask, what you want to do is go and first find out why it made you angry. What's making you angry? That's the first thing you need to do, what's making you angry. Because with people, if you've done something to someone else, you really can't make them tell you. You really can't make them tell you that's going to be on them. So I have to deal with it the other way around, Pastor. I have to deal with it telling you if you find yourself in a place of avoiding your anger. Don't avoid your anger. It is an emotion to let you know that something has harmed you. Something is bothering you. So what you need to do is find out first, what it is that's bothering you? Why did this thing make me angry? Mm-hmm. And then once you find that out, if it's something that you need to go and talk to somebody because a person might have done it to you, then you need to go and address it because a lot of times, again, the anger might be coming from something from your past, but this person triggered it. And a lot of times when God wants to put his hand on things, he wants that very thing there, he will allow somebody to trigger it for you so that you, you, will, you will have to address it. You all have to address it. And a lot of people stomp around angry about everything and they never look to see why what make what made them angry. Why is that thing making me so angry? Why is that particular thing making me so angry? It first starts with you. The first thing it starts with you. You have to find out why that made you angry. Why did it make me angry? 
Why is it making me angry? So if you have a problem of avoiding anger, first thing you need to do with it, like any anger is find out why is this particular situation or circumstance making you angry. And then after that, you can go to God to see how to address it if you need to go speak to the person to let them know, hey, you offended me in this. Uh, you know, in a nice way, not going tearing down things, throwing up things, because that's that's when you don't address things. That's when things start happening like that. That's when you become explosive. But if you can, if you can take yourself and say, "Why did this make me angry?" That's your first step. Why did it make me angry? Whatever the situation was that made you angry. You need to find out why it made you angry. Talk to yourself. You have to talk to yourself. You're going to have to do self-talk. Why did that make me angry? What is it that made me angry? Was it that particular situation or did it remind me of something? Amen? Amen. Amen. We got, we got two minutes uh, before the 10 o'clock hour. I just don't, I don't like to hold you past that hour. Uh, it says, it, it, in the, with the book I'm studying about the anger, it says, avoiding anger takes a heavy toll on your personal well-being. If you an anger avoider, your loss range from getting what you want to suffering to physical illness and depression. So see, if you continue to avoid that anger, this is the things that can happen to you. It'll start uh-huh. physically coming out of you. It will bring uh-huh. you into a depression. That's what you were uh-huh. talking about when the man came out and started shooting people, coming out, shooting and killing people, coming to yeah. the church and shooting everybody in the church. Now, he was mad with one person, but he shot everybody yeah. in the church. he shot everybody. Yeah. So that's no longer him. It's the spirit moving. That's the spirit. The spirit has taken over because he never addressed the anger. And he was yeah. angered with his in-laws. So those yeah. are the things that we have to keep in mind when we're having disagreements with our uh, husbands or wives or friends or whatever. You know, look at what, what, what it is that's really making you angry. What is it that really caused the anger? And once you do that, that will help you be able to begin to resolve the anger. That will help you resolve it. If you do that, it resol- it'll help you resolve it. If you figure out why it made you angry, then you realize that, you know what, there was really no reason for me to be as angry as I am, but it might be a cause. So you need to you need to address to see what the cause is, and that will help you even better. That's the word says, Proverbs 16.32, he says, he is... He, he who is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who captures a city. So when we, when we address, if we slow to anger, it makes us mighty, and it helps us rule our spirit. So we have, to learn to be, we have to learn to rule our spirit, and that's one of the things to help us rule our spirit, to address the situation that has made you angry. Amen. Pastor, could you close us out in prayer, please? Amen. Um, I wanted to add this just two minutes, and then uh, I'll 
our clothes. Um, what I want to say is uh, this type of anger is more reigning in the house of God. Oh, definitely. definitely. Yes, it's in the house of God. It's killing us in the house of God. You see us, we come to church, and uh, you know very well that you don't even want to talk to somebody. You don't want to see the person. Sometimes it happens that even uh, with your pastor, mm-hmm. with your pastor, mm-hmm. even if not your pastor, your fellow sister or brother. So because of that, you yes. are sitting in a certain place that you don't want nobody to, you know, this is very dangerous for us. And even marriage couples in the house. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. I remember I was talking about this marriage uh, that the man just left home after four years marriage. And with kind of this anger, when the woman said he said nothing, now the man went to the doctor. They said, you have anxiety, you have this, you have this. So you don't want to talk about the anger, but it's affecting you. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, physically. Well, it's coming you know, out physically. You know, and uh, yes. uh, uh, this is a spirit. This this is not good for us. This is a spirit. And if you are born of God, then his spirit is in you. So you have to pray. And whenever things like this is happening, you need to go to pray. And that is why sometimes as children of God, we need to go into fast because fast is good for us. Because there are some mm-hmm. anger that happens. You don't even know that you are angry. But you are angry. You don't want to accept it, but you are angry. And uh, until the spirit of God comes on you, this spirit remains in you, and uh, it, it it stops all the blessings that have to come in your life. It, it, it brings uh, uh, chaos, and things will be happening, and uh, you will not understand why. But it's because you are angry, but you don't want it to be shown, uh, or you don't want to acknowledge, you don't want to talk about it, and uh, it's bring you want to make things like it's working, but it's not. Tonight, I think that is why we are on this line, and I know because we are talking about it, the Spirit of the Lord is upon this line to take any kind of anger out of us in the mighty name of Jesus, whatsoever yes. the enemy has made himself uh, sneaky to come into us, and children of God, even sometimes we will stand on the pulpit uh, and preach in the word of God, but there is anger in us. Uh, Father, we stand in the blood. We stand in the blood. Yes. You make an atonement. Jehovah, right now I speak over the atmosphere. Anyone that is on that this liar, Father Jehovah, deliver us from the spirit of anger. Deliver us from the spirit of anger. Anger of any kind in the name of Jesus. Anger that is stopping our blessings. Anger that is stopping the glory of God over our life. Anger that is stopping you from manifesting yourself in our life. Jehovah, as we leave this line, let anger disappear. Let Anger disappear. Anger disappear. In the mighty name of Jesus, let anger disappear now. We speak to the spirit of anger. You spirit of darkness, you have no part in us. Father, we will go and get aligned with it. As we are speaking, Father Lord, there is a solution for your name. It's solution. Father, not only us, but anyone that will get in touch with us. This spirit that you are putting in us today, your spirit of love and sound mind, Jehovah, Lord. 
Let the enemy under yes. himself. Seek it out. Under in the In the church. Anger in our community. Any anger, even in our job place. Our relationship. Today, as we speak, Father Lord, you are lifted up. And anger will not take over our country. We thank you for whom you are. We thank yes. you for whom you are. Jesus, Jesus, yes, Jesus. Thank you, man of God. Uh, I, I, I was led that if you can tell your woman uh, on the line that next week, Thursday, before we come, if we can skip a meal, we can skip a meal. If you have no anger problem, do it for somebody. Do it for your family member. Do it if you can skip a meal. And the first, that Thursday, we keep one meal uh, for the spirit of anger. Uh, in, uh, yeah. even, in our, even in the family life, uh, even in the church, uh, whatsoever we are standing uh, for that spirit uh, to disappear in us in the name of Jesus. Yes. You can send it to the, uh, the, your emails. Let them know we are yes, standing. We are standing in a gap. We are standing in a gap as women of God. We are standing in the dark, and as we come together, uh, our seed will bruise the head of the serpent in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you, Pastor Lady. You heard that if uh, next week, please, it's just one meal. You don't have to do the whole day. Just one meal uh, for the spirit of anger because we are accountable. A lot of anger going on in this world. That's why you're seeing so many killings. You're seeing so many uh, different things going on, kidnappings and all types of things because they have anger. It's anger. So we want to fast for that anger as corporately and for yourself, for your family, and for the nation. So, Father, we thank you in advance. Thank you, uh, uh, Prophetess Lydia, for uh, telling us that, you know, that God gave us that mandate. That's a mandate. That is something that we must do. And we will do that, and I will see you all back here next Thursday at 9 p.m. And thank you again for calling in to uh, More Than a Conqueror tonight. Have a good evening and the rest of your week, a blessed weekend. Good night. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus.